Well, we're just a few days away from the Dolphins' first ever game in the NRL competition. It'll be 3 o'clock on Sunday, the 5th of March at Lang Park. It will be a match that will also be used to honour the contribution of Arthur Beetson, not only to Queensland football, but to both the clubs in question. And I'm delighted to say we have a good friend of the show on to talk about the match, one of the Dolphins' assistant coaches, Christian Wolf. G'day, Christian. How are you? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. And yourself? Oh, very well, thanks. First things first, we saw you up in the box there, uh, your old club, St Helens, winning the club championship. It must have been uh, a, a very proud moment for you, uh, given your contribution to the football uh, club at St Helens. Yeah, look, extremely proud. Uh, it was great to be a part of that. And I was really thankful to Paul Wellens and to the club for inviting us down and, and, and letting us be a part of it. And, Obviously, uh, you know, that, that club and, and that group of men were a big part of our lives and, and particularly a big part of my life for the last three years. And they're a great, great group that, you know, works so hard and have achieved so many things and they just want to keep achieving. It was great to see them get that reward. And, Christian, you're going from one extreme to the, to the other. Yeah, a, a team from the old dart that's been there for many, many years into one making its debut. What a historic afternoon it's going to be at Suncorp Stadium for the Dolphins. Yeah, you're right, and I hadn't really thought of it that way, to be honest. It, you know, it is one of the oldest clubs uh, in our game, and uh, you know, they're obviously involved with the newest, so uh, it's a little bit different, and um, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's, uh, it's great to be a part of, and you, know, you only get to, to do this once in terms of trying to um, you know, start the club and get things right and uh, set some standards from day one, and, and that's what we've got the ability to do, so it's great to be a part of. And Christian, when did you sort of get back and and join uh, the Dolphins uh, club? I came back after the World Cup, so uh, I got here sort of mid-November. And um, you know, even though I've lived in Queensland all my life, it took me a little while to get used to the conditions again. That's for sure. <laughs> Bet it did, yeah. Christian, we know Wayne is the head coach, and we know his reputation and his resume, and we know what you've done as well. But sometimes we hear that that players set the standards as far as training is concerned and what is and isn't acceptable. And the Bromwich brothers have arrived from the storm, and so has, so has Felice Cafusi. They're all hardheads. And I don't mean that in a bad way. And we've heard from Jesse Bromwich already. Seems as like he's an exceptional leader and the right man for the job. Yeah, look, I agree with everything you said there. And it's our job as coaches to set the standards and, and to set the boundaries and um, you know and, and outlay what we want it to look like. But the players have got to buy in and they've got to do it. And you need leaders and, and your leadership's extremely important there. And you know, I can't sing those three guys' praises enough. It's uh, it's one thing bringing guys in and uh, particularly older players and, and wanting them to be leaders and, and wanting them to set the example. But they've got to go and do it and, and they've got to uh, you know still have that hunger in them and still have that drive to. Uh, really sacrifice and, and commit to what it takes to be a, a good leader. And those three guys that you mentioned have done that and done that exceptionally. And you know, I think Jesse's an exceptional man. He's, he's great to work with. Um, he leads by his example. He's not a big talker, but when he does talk, uh, people stand up and listen because what he's got to say is, is usually spot on as well. So uh, they've been really good to deal with and, and they've done a great job so far. Well, Christian, when you uh, sort of are at an established club like you've been at St Helens, I mean, at the off-season, there's always changes of personnel. A few players go here and uh, a couple of newies uh, come in, but there's a core of players that remain the same. Uh, not the case when you're starting from scratch. What are the big challenges of starting a team from scratch? I think everything's a challenge. And, and you know, what you just said then is, is certainly part of that challenge. We, we've got to 
you know, build combinations. We've got to build players that you know, aren't just teammates because they wear the same jersey, but they're teammates who want to do a little bit more for each other. And you know, that takes time and you know, you've got to build that trust with each other. And, and that only comes through time and, and hard work and sacrifice. And, uh, yeah, we're starting everything fresh and you'd be surprised how many things you've got to think of at different times mm. that you know, when you walk into a, an established club, there's already a name for everything that you do or you know, a name for certain scenarios um, that you might come across in a game and, and on the field and that kind of thing. And you know, the number of times that you know, players are asking us what we're calling things and, and you know, we haven't thought of that yet and <laughs> because there is so many things to think about. So... Uh, you know, as much planning and as much um, uh, you know, organisation has gone into things before the teams got together, you, you're still you're still picking things up and you're still learning and you, you're still getting, trying to get things right on the run. And that, as I said, that's part of the challenge and it's all a big challenge. And you know, I think we've done a really good job in terms of where we're at, but we know we've got a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of hard work and a lot of challenges still to come, and that starts this weekend. Christian, if you go through the team list, there's a lot of names that are known to rugby league fans. A lot of guys that have played international football and state of origin footy. And you would have been aware of them even back over in St. Helens for a number of years. Tommy Gilbert, though, I'm assuming you wouldn't have known too much about Tom. Well, actually, probably none of us knew a lot about Tom before we saw him mm. last year playing there for the Cowboys and ending up playing state of origin. He is a tremendous signing for the Dolphins. Yeah, look, I, I agree with that. And I actually did know a fair bit about Tommy. I, um, uh, when I was at the Townsville Blackhawks, the association with the Cowboys, and Tommy was a young uh, scholarship and, and contract holder coming through. So uh, Clint Zammett, who uh, now at the Knights and, and formerly at the Cowboys, um, was always a really big fan of Tommy and you know, spoke to spoke to me about him often. So uh, he's a guy that I kept a really close eye on. And I love what he brings. I love his intensity. I love his toughness. Uh, you know, who he is as a, as a person and, and how he leads from the front uh, on and off the field. And, you know, he's great for our club. And uh, I think you got a glimpse of what he could do last year. And, you know, he's still a young man who's only going to get better. And, you know, the beauty of Tommy as well is he's actually from this area. And this area means a lot to him. And, um, you know, I know he wants to see it be successful. I know he wants to see the club set up well. So, uh, you know, he's certainly invested and, yeah, that uh, that investment that he's got is infectious for everyone else, so he's great to deal with. And you were just saying, uh, as we were doing this interview, you had to go into a quiet room because there's construction down there, putting lights up, so there's still plenty of infrastructure. How are the facilities uh, at uh, the Dolphins? Yeah, they're good. Uh, we've got everything we need here at the moment, and that's not to say that there's not going to be, or there is going to be, um, you know, more things sort of popping up in the near future and, mm. and over the next 12 months, 18 months, couple of years but um, you know we this club has been a big successful club at Queensland Cup level for a very long time and, you know in terms of resources and um, you know the organization and, and it's, they've been real they're sort of uh, front thinkers for a long time and, and been ahead of the game a little bit at this level for a long time and you know, there's certainly the right decision and the right place to uh, elevate into an NRL club um, but you know there's still a bit of a transition happening so now, while we've got everything we need and everything we need to be successful, there's a lot of little things that are still happening and still evolving and, and that's going to take place over the next few years before we get to you know, exactly where we want to be. Yeah, you mentioned uh, transition. Uh, for you personally, is it a difficult transition to going from head coach to an assistant coach? No, not at all. Um, you know, obviously, I had a long time to think about it. and I first spoke to Wayne in February last year and you know, we didn't sort of finalise what was happening until I think it was probably mid-August. So 
I had a long time to think about it and a long time to you know, sort of weigh up in my own head uh, how that might work and how it might look and, and what was going to be required of me first and foremost. And um, you know, So when I made the decision, I made it very comfortable or very comfortably with you know, what I said before, what I thought it would look like and what was required of me and, and how things were going to change for me. And you know, I had my reasons why I wanted to do that as well and um, you know, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying working with Wayne. He's the most successful coach in our game and uh, he's, he's successful because he's a bit different. He does things different. That's been great to see firsthand. And you know, I, I came here for the opportunity to learn as much as the excitement of what the club's got to offer and uh, I'm certainly doing that. We said you look through the list, there's a lot of experienced footballers there that will make the debut for the Dolphins this weekend. Two names that sort of aren't as familiar. Asaya Katoa, who's going to wear the number six jersey, and Kurt Donoghue will be coming off the interchange bench. What can you tell us about these young men? Yeah, look, they're both uh, great rewards for young men who've been given a bit of an opportunity in the pre-season and, and really uh, wanted something out of that opportunity and made the most of it. Uh, they've both worked extremely hard. They've both shown it absolutely every opportunity they've got that they've got a mentality of being a first grader and, and they've got a skill set to back that up. And I, I can't um, I can't commend both those young men enough for, for how much they've how well they've carried themselves and how hard they've worked and how how well they've taken every little opportunity you know, in training, uh, in tough parts of training. Uh, in trials, you know, they've really put their hands up and said that this meant something to them, and you know, that's why they're getting that reward, and, and they deserve a lot of credit for doing that. Well, you mentioned about meaning uh, something to players. Um, obviously, the name of Arthur Beetson is a very famous one, both at uh, the Dolphins, Redcliffe area, and at the Roosters, and uh, it, it, it's a game that uh, there will be a mark of honour for him at this particular game. Yeah, it's great. He's obviously a legend of this club, and you know, he's obviously a legend of the Roosters, and a legend of Queensland as well, and um, you know, very well remembered by everyone who met him, and uh, uh, it's great that we get to you know, honour honour what his contribution to our game, and um, you know, in, in such a big occasion as well. So I think it's very fitting, and uh, it just adds another layer of excitement and another layer of importance to, to what we're doing this weekend. Now I'm going to make a deal with you, Christian. How about you turn up every Monday morning on this <laughs> show after a Dolphins win? <laughs> I'll be seeing you plenty this year, then won't I? Oh, good man, you're down. You are now committed. Every time the Dolphins win, we're going to have Christian Wolf, Chris, Christian Wolf on the show. Wait, I hope it's a success. I don't know if I'm committed to that. Then I'll just oh, well, we'll, we'll try anyway. Look, we can't wait. It's such a historic occasion here in the NRL. It's going to be at Suncorp Stadium. Roosters travelling up here to take on the Dolphins. Christian, all the best, mate. We will catch up with you throughout the season. Hopefully this first win can be in week one for you guys. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Christian.